0: What can we learn from someone that took himself from the depth of despair all the way to Mount Everest? Welcome back mere mortalites out there to another edition of the mere mortals book reviews. Today, I have everyone has a plan until shit hits the fan by Toph Evans. Now, Toph Evans might be a familiar name to you guys out there in the mere mortals world. I've previously had a conversation with Toph, so feel free to go check that out if you haven't already. Toph is a wonderful individual. I only realized after that conversation I had with Toph, or at least in part while having that conversation, that he put together a book, which is Everybody Has a Plan Until Shit Hits the Fan. So... Uh, the me mortal listeners might have some idea of what this might be about but if not let me break it down for you in the synopsis so what is this book all about uh Toph went through despair as i mentioned previously tov went through some very very dark times not unlike what many other individuals might go out there uh, but i describe it probably even beyond that teen angst sort of feeling he was depressed. Uh, Plain and simple, he was very, very depressed. He went from a state uh, as an individual where he basically traveled overseas uh, in search of himself almost to that extent. He went partying. He took on a persona of being a bit of a party boy, fell into hard times, a lot of drinking, uh, a lot of drug use, and actually became really, really depressed. He actually got into this loop, into this uh, negative spiral loop where he would drink a lot more, take drugs. Uh, really didn't want to socialize didn't want to interact with any other individuals Uh, and then from that found sport found specifically running long distance running to try to get himself out um, from the hole from the deep despair and that's i guess my little mention of all the way to mount everest because indeed Tove got himself to running a particular race uh, down mount everest but so this book that Tove put together is a, an encapsulation of that journey, right? Of that movement from that depressive boy that he used to be. Uh, and if you talk to Tove, if you ever get the privilege to talk to Tove, he might give you uh, some, some ideas around the, the little boy within that makes you do certain things. And obviously the movement from that into the man that he is today. Um, and in this book, what he tries to uh, inform us, for everybody, is just the, the ease that you can fall into those paths of despair and how to go about getting out of it. You know, uh, everybody, and that's why the title of this book is so eminent, everybody has a plan until shit, until something terrible uh, happens to you and then you've got to actually go and deal with it. So the book itself is broken down uh, into chronological order, very nicely so, and it also begins each particular chapter with what you would take. And I've actually got to ask Tove this question. I'm not entirely sure whether it's his actual diary entries or he's put together some words which reflect the time and what he felt then. Tove does a phenomenal job of actually presenting the diary entries at the beginning of each chapter. And it gives you an idea around, okay, what is he thinking? What's the state of mind that Tove is going uh, through here? And it begins, uh, as all good stories do, right at the beginning. Where he's finding himself slowly creeping into that depressive mood, getting into the stage where he's taking a lot of drugs, he's taking a lot of alcohol and he can't really see how he's going to get out of it uh, all the way through to, and I'm not going to spoil the the shifts in his mindset that I went through, but you can tell by the diary entries where he's noticing the fact that the day is actually getting a lot better, he's able to get out of the house and obviously just almost just go to the the mailbox and back. He's running, he's moving, and it talks through the story in this book of uh, Tove's marathons, and then subsequently the massive amounts of challenging things that he undertook, not just with himself but also in the group. I believe it was called the Pelicans, uh, the group that sort of took on all these different challenges and he actually talks in, in the book itself about these 12 massive challenges that they undertook in 12 months so basically one a month and these put and you know pale in comparison to sorry my 96 kilometer hike pales in comparison to what uh, Tove and his actual mate were doing in all of these challenges so they included walking around uh, for 100 kilometers with water basically on the back to, to support um, a charitable organization. Uh, I know personally know that Tove also undertook a massive uh, run across Scotland, right? So these huge, huge distances that he put himself through, but it was the evolution of getting himself out of that deep despair into a more positive state, into a much more rewarding state. The book itself is a quintessential self-help book. Um, if you've If you've read other self-help books, this is not too dissimilar from those. It has the the famous quotes, you know, the positive quotes that you might imagine in a lot of those. But it's structured in it's structured in a way. You know, normally you might find a self help book and you'll read and you go, oh, of course, you know, I know about this, I know about that. Sure, you might come across a couple of sentences here and there that you think, yes, you know, this, this makes sense. But what I like about the book is it backs it up as well with you know this particular scenario actually occurred to me, where there it might be you know running. Uh, across uh, the particular distance that was the Mount Everest race down down the hill and actually being able to understand, okay, well, you know, suffering through that particular scenario to get to the finish line and what it actually meant for him. So uh, look, I'm going to call it out right right now. A self-help book without the the backing description of, of action or the story that actually happens. It's not a self-help book that I can trust. So uh, this particular one does do that. And for that, I applaud it. So onto the themes of the book, and there's two quite clear themes that I want to be talking about. One being practical resilience. It's uh, adversity times mindset times gratitude. So. First of all, so I call it PR, practical resilience. And, you know, I've recently been talking about the art of resilience as well from Ross Ashley. And again, this just sort of reinforced that behavior as well, right? So it's got to be one, adversity. You're going to have some sort of adversity, whether it's applied to you uh, by the self or whether you're getting it from somewhere else. Building up that practical resiliency, you need the adversity. You know, it's something to be. Uh, struggling towards. The other one is the mindset that you bring to it, right? And then your actual, the perspective of gratitude. So to actually become uh, better in the sense of being resilient, you need to be able to be also grateful for what you have um, and be have the, the capacity to wrap your mind around what it is that you're trying to be resilient across. Um, and look, I, I'm, I'm going to believe that from Toph. I'm definitely going to believe that from him. Uh, obviously taking himself from, being an individual probably who wouldn't be able to go down the path of running a marathon all the way to running, you know, as I was saying, uh, massive races across uh, Mount Everest and carrying massive amounts of weights over huge distances, who's obviously knows a thing or two around that resiliency. Um, so that adversity, that mindset, and the gratitude are always key to have in mind. The second big theme that I picked up in this book was depression. And you know, me immortalites, It's uh, it's a topic that is talked about a lot. Talked about a lot between a lot of people nowadays. Through the COVID-19 situation, you know, we're all in lockdown. There's been a lot of discussions around mental health, depression, what it means to be isolated, not being able to interact with other human beings. A lot of what Tove talked about in his depressive sit is not the usual type of depression that I would say comes up in conversation. This is almost, if for a lack of a better word, you know, deep depression. This is where you're in this oodle loop, this continuous loop, this negative loop, where you know almost every action that you are taking is taking you further and further to a worse point. You know, this almost you want to do something, but the only thing that seems to be in mind is to, you know go take drugs or alcohol or take some sort of path which you almost know is worse off for you, but you're gonna to have to take it anyway because that's the only thing you can do. And you know, sadly enough, Tove, you know, and being very transparent in the book also calls out those thought processes that went through his mind when suicide was actually taking hold in his mind. You know, he, you know, is that a thing that he should do? Is that at the point that where he is now? Luckily enough, he didn't follow through with that particular thought process, and it's not like he's going down individually into you know that that particular mindset path and how he got himself out to, uh in detail ingrained but I'm glad that he obviously did but depression is something that hits probably all of us at some point me and mortalites while you might think that it's not as low as a state as what Toph went through uh, rest assured that it's probably something that's impacted every single one of us and to an extent most people that we actually know so the reading that in this book gave me both that perspective on you know the other. The other views of other people who are actually going through depression and also you know, in a perspective on you know, how Tove actually got himself past that point, past that depressive point into what he could do nowadays. Now, a little insight into the actual book and Tove himself, the, he actually went through a path where, as I mentioned, he was a bit of a party boy, almost as an external reflection of what he wanted to be, got into a very depressive mood. Got himself out with fitness, with running. But what this book doesn't show, given it was a couple of years ago, was that Tope actually then hit a second point of depression. He actually almost built his persona around fitness, around running. And then with that transition, he al- he actually found a couple of issues in runs, particularly one of the runs that he did across Scotland. And he actually fell back into a bit of a depressive mood. He almost all of a sudden had shifted the problem from the drinking and the drugs to too much of running. He, he almost became the person who had to be a runner when he wasn't doing it. And then when he couldn't do it for a period of time, depression sort of took over again. But what was wonderful about knowing ToEF is that he was able to put into use the learnings that he actually take from this book to get himself back out. And knowing Toph now, you know, it's not like everybody can say, oh, you know, you completely vanquished depression. You've gotten out of it. No, you know, we actually all deal with the issues, the troubles, the angst of everyday life but it's putting into play some of the ideas and it actually talks about the the mind hacks and the 25 cognitive biases we all really succumb to day in a day-to-day life. And it's not something that we don't, you know, you click, everything fixed up. No, you actually have to apply. Uh, you have to pay the dues every morning to ensure that you get a, a pretty resilient mindset. And that goes back to that original practical resilience as well. So, you know, my actual observations of the book at hand and some of my takeaways as well were... And knowing obviously TOEF as well is that the the idea that fitness um, and striving towards Purposeful suffering. So I actually wrote it down here. Purposeful suffering it was something that Tove called out from Joe Decena, um, who is the owner or the creator of Spartan Racing. And that purposeful suffering is something that I really can get behind. I've had some conversations with Karen about this at the Mere Mortals, and he, I don't know if I'm in the same line uh, of thoughts with Karen around the purposeful suffering. But for me, that idea of putting yourself in a purposeful place, in a position where you're suffering for the greater good of you know your resiliency. So for me, it's putting myself in a purposeful suffering when I go and train, right? And in the past, let me tell you, it used to be about looking a certain way, being able to be fit and healthy in the right size and right shape. That's now shifting towards you know, being uh, functional, being a functional mover, whether that's going to be for swimming, for running, for training, for CrossFit, whatever you may have, just day to day life. But again, for me, it's still the uh, the purposeful suffering to be able to be prepared for what life throws at you. So that's that resiliency aspect. But similarly, sorry, similarly, it's also the putting yourself in a purposeful suffering when it comes into mental states. So we're talking about being depressed right so how, what are some of the things that you can do to put yourself in a perspective where you're purposefully making either it challenging or you're you know you're actively chasing down things that maybe uh, you're fearful of not in an absolute extreme way where you're going to get hurt or something dangerous is going to happen but no, putting yourself the right foot forward and then saying okay I am almost hardening myself getting myself ready for what life throws at me so that in this purposeful suffering, I'm ready for the unavoidable suffering that life will throw back at me. So that was sort of my personal observations and takeaways. Uh, I'm going to not actually give you a ranking for this book because I I believe my view of the book is very much clouded in the fact that I know Tove, I read this through and I really, really assimilated with the idea, the story that he was talking through. So I'm going to say it was a good read. It was what you would expect of a self-help book. It's a quintessential self-help book. And one key thing actually that I probably didn't mention, I'll mention it now, is the, the book's actually structured in a pay what you feel book, right? It's pay what you feel like. And a lot of the proceeds also go to, um, to so I'll say 10% of all the book sales go to living. So an actual, um, uh, I should actually have gone and have a bit of a look, but I believe it is just a sort of a foundation that also supports um, proudly supporting living. So, uh, I probably would recommend for you to go and have a look at this book and grab it and pay what you feel like it, what you feel the value is. Uh, I believe that you can get quite a lot of value from this. Toph is an awesome guy. He's able to really spell out what is on his mind, whether it's uh, speaking or in the written form as well. So, everybody has a plan until shit hits the fan by Toph Evans. How not to be the bitch of your own brain. Couldn't be said any better. Folks, that's all from the Me Mortals here. One saying out. I hope you enjoyed the book review. Make sure you follow along on all the platforms. Until next time, one out.